honestly didn't help my anxiety any. I'm sitting here thinking about Becky's story and all of the abuse and and yeah. and, and you, Becky just really I feel like just beautifully explained what that does to a heart. Like my mind goes, of course I trust God. I trust God. Of course I trust God. But deep inside you're like, mm, I don't know. And then having the kids and then the cancer. So anxiety manifested in your life how? Anxiety drove my decisions as a parent, really. It was, I I didn't want my kids to go to other people's houses. I didn't want them to stay overnight. I was fearful. I, especially at night, you know, and when our kids became teens, I would lay in bed at night wondering, okay, where are they? What's happening? How are they driving? Are they driving in a snowstorm? Are they going to make it home? You know, really, honestly, Lisa, it would take off in my mind. And so I would have a teenager out there driving at night. And I would begin to think, oh my word, they're late. You know, they're stuck in a snowstorm. No, maybe they're in a car accident. No, maybe they've died. Before the end, I had them dead and buried and knew what I was wearing to the funeral. I mean, (laughs) my anxiety would just take off. I I have to say, that's a terrible bondage. It it makes me feel sad. And I don't think you're alone. And that makes me want to cry. Worry is a a thief. It it steals your joy. It steals your time. It replaces faith. It it, it takes away a childlike faith that you can have. And it, it consumes you. It's just, it's dark. But I don't think it's uncommon. I think sometimes we even name it concern. Like I care. So I obsessively worry and do not trust God is what it is. And then the tricky thing for me and for you, because I'm guessing you've heard a million sermons on worry. And at the end of the day, we all hear worry is a sin. So then I began thinking, okay, great. I'm a sinner on top of everything else. I'm trying to live a godly life. I can't stop worrying. And now I'm making God ticked off at me on top of everything. And it was just like this cycle of bondage. And so I needed a plan. I mean, no kidding. I needed a plan. I needed to figure out, okay, what does it look like for me to trust God with the four beautiful children he's given me? What does it look like, you know, to to trust God that he is going to take care of them if I die of cancer, which at the time was a very real concern for me. And so I, I began, I needed to turn my panic into praise. And that became my plan. And it's a plan that I could work in the middle of the night. And so I'd wake up in the middle of the night and the worry thing would start happening. Oh my word, where are they? Or what if the cancer has spread? Or what if Steve's left alone to finish raising these four kids? What am I going to do then? And the worry would just spin. And, And I would have to stop and work my plan. And so I would begin to say, Lord Jesus, I praise you in this moment that you are almighty. You love my kids more than I love my kids. If anything happens to me, you will be there for them. Lord Jesus, I praise you that you're the blessed controller of all things. I feel out of control in this moment, but you're the blessed controller of all things. And I would literally praise my way through the alphabet. And by the end of the alphabet, I was ready to fall back asleep. And so So the lesson that I learned from that is there will always be something else to worry about for your kids. Seriously. I mean, I I talk and meet with moms all the time. I speak to moms. We have a conference for moms and moms have a lot to worry about. You just turn on the evening news and that'll give you two hours of worry right there. And so you need a plan. If you learn to turn your panic into praise, God through his Holy Spirit 
is going to quiet that panic and give you peace instead. Based on this, I wrote the 30-day praise challenge for parents because I just think that as long as you're raising kids, there's going to be something else to worry about. And so this little devotional is, is set up similarly to the 30-day praise challenge, only it's written parent-specific. And so what does it look like to praise God for your child's unique design when you really wish that your child's unique design was a whole lot more like his brother or sister who behaves much better? Or what does it look like to praise God when your child is sick and you've tried everything and, and God is not healing? What does it look like to praise God in that moment? What does it look like to praise Praise God for your adopted child, the child that God has given you. And it's your child because God has given you that child to adopt. And so there's all kinds of helps in the book. Again, there's a playlist because music has really helped me. It's helped me praise God. And when when you praise God, in spite of what's going on in your life, I guarantee you, He's going to change you and fill you with more joy and confidence and peace than you've ever had before. And again, if it doesn't work, I'll fly in with Lisa and we'll take you out for coffee. Wow, I've never met a Bible teacher that came with a guarantee that you get coffee if this doesn't work. And it's kind of her funny way of saying it works, it works, it works. God's word, praising God. His presence, his power, it's all real. And she is a woman who is proof, like her life is proof of God's power in operation. Becky Harling is a gem. She mentioned the moms conferences that she has, Moms Unleashed. It's coming to Wyoming soon. So if that's where you live, please check at lifewithlisawilliams.com for details. Hopefully it's in your town or a town near you. Or if you would like to create an event For moms at your church, Moms Unleashed, just reach out to Becky, beckyharling.com, or you can come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. So many things she said today resonate with my story and hopefully yours too, of his power and healing and that praising him in spite of your circumstances is a way to open up heaven over your life. She mentioned her praise challenges. She has them for parents. If you need some help, that's a tool that God can put in your hand to help you break out of worry and fear, the pain of abuse, whatever it is from your past, rejection. Becky Harling might have something that you need. So I'm glad you got to know her a little bit better today and yesterday. If you haven't listened, I hope you go back and listen to the show yesterday with Becky Harling. Thank you, Cure International, for making today's show possible. And thank you, Cure, for healing kids. If you'd like to join Cure in their mission to bring dignity, healing, love, and life to children and their families in sometimes very difficult situations in 30 different countries, you can join them at lifewithlisawilliams.com. Click on Cure. And thank you to Melanie Moritzky for helping me with more things than I could tell you this week. She's a wonderful producer sister for friend. And I thank you for editing today's show, Melanie Moritzky. Thank you to my friend, Paul Goldsmith, for all your help in being the executive producer of Life with Lisa Williams. And if there's anything that you heard today that you think, oh, I know who could really use what Becky said, please share today's show about parenting and anxiety and praising God or yesterday's show about cancer and about 
abuse. Either of those or any of those topics may resonate with a friend of yours. So feel free and please do share this show with them. Hashtag thanks for listening.